Drink This Beer is brought to you by The Beer Guys. BeerGuysRadio.com is where you need to go to get the scoop on what's going on in craft beer. That's BeerGuysRadio.com. And if you like the show, consider becoming one of our sponsors. Head to Patreon.com slash BeerGuys. That's Patreon.com slash BeerGuys. Welcome to Drink This Beer, a show dedicated to craft beer and the people who make it. Each episode, we'll get the stories behind the brews you love. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? And welcome to the Drink This Beer Craft Beer Podcast. We are at Shelton Festival 2017 in Atlanta, Georgia, drinking amazing beers and talking to amazing people. And I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Aaron Williams. Yeah, we've got a couple of parts to this uh, podcast that we're going to do. We've just had too many interviews, so we're going to separate it up. So listen to this first part now, and then we'll have the second part up later. Keston, you're with Carolina. I'm going to butcher this name. Carolina Bowern House. You didn't butcher it at all. So there we go. Yes, man. consider yourself lucky. Awesome. Good awesome. Stuff, awesome. So. Well, well, cool. Thanks for joining us today. And, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks moving through in the Shelton Brothers uh, Festival here. Uh, so talk to me about this. Um, pretty nice uh, honor for you guys to, to be here at Shelton Fest this year. Uh, oh, it's a year. huge honor. Yeah, we're, we're uh, very, very proud and honored to be here. So, um, you know, we just started Georgia Distribution with uh, Liberator and yep. uh, got the opportunity to come to this festival. So, of course, we had to jump at it. See, there was a lot of chatter in Georgia this this week in Atlanta because people saw different bars using the the term launch, Carolina Bowen House launch. Like yeah. launch, does that mean they're going to be coming here? So, uh, we're absolutely coming here. But yeah, tell. yeah, awesome. Now, uh, to to back up a little bit about your brewery, you guys are out of Nashville, is that right? Uh, no, Anderson, no. South or Carolina. Carolina. Anderson. Yep. I think yep. I could have guessed that by Carolina. That that uh, probably would be a good <laughs> indicator of that, but that's okay. I think I'm thinking of bearded iris. I think so, so too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but anyhow, yeah. we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about Carolina Bowernhouse. Exactly. So what uh, what is Bowernhouse? What does that mean? Uh, Bowernhouse means farmhouse in German. Um, we're basically a wild fermentation brewery. All our yeasts are wild collected locally. We have a very, very large focus on barrel fermentation, barrel aging, a blending with regional fruits, long-term aging. Very cool. Now, and this is uh, the beer that I'm drinking right now is, uh, is your uh, uh, red, which is your uh, – looks it's, it's a Flanders red. Is that correct? Yeah, it's based on a Flanders style. Okay. It's 18-mile um, red Grand Cru. It's uh, it's fermented in wine barrels with a blend of lactobacillus collected from prickly pears in South Carolina um, and a few other wild botanomyces species we found. Very cool. Now, how old is Carolina Byron House? Carolina Byron House is almost two years old. Okay. So, you know, we're start, we're getting in a point now. There's a lot of breweries that are, that are hitting that couple years. We've seen a lot of beer coming into Georgia lately. Yeah. And especially with the guys at Liberator, they're just bringing us just fantastic stuff here, you know, like your beers and that. So... Um, with that, now Carolina, though, you guys have all, or I won't say always, but for a while, the, the beer scene there has been pretty good, correct? Yeah, because um, we got the um, the pint law a few years ago, which allowed breweries to serve beer you know, across the counter in a pint, up to three pints a day. And then we, um, a couple of years ago, before we opened, we got the, what they call the stone law, when South Carolina is trying to land stone. Right. And that gave us the ability to serve unlimited amounts of our beer as well as guest taps if the brewery had a kitchen. So okay, it allowed cool. smaller, more experimental breweries to open and not have the pressure of distribution. Okay. Now, did you – is your location partly selected? I know you mentioned you do the farmhouse L's and that. Is your location partially due to the the environment there being good oh, yeah, to that? The, or the, that's... the availability to regional flora and fauna, yeah. 
Okay, you do open fermentation, cool ships. We that type do of thing? not. Like I said, all our yeast are wild collected locally. We okay. train them up. Yeah. So because uh, gives you a little more control that way. You know, I'm, least, a, right? I'm an incredible control freak. So, okay. You know, I love to use the wild yeast. I just want them to do what I tell yeah. them. That's <laughs> a lot easier go. than just yeah. putting the cool ship out there and yeah. seeing what seeing what, happens. Seeing what gets that's in right, there. That's so, right. Yeah. So what uh, you know, growing into Georgia and that, are that what other markets are you in right now? Uh, we're currently available all through South Carolina, Western North Carolina, and now Georgia. Okay, and mainly for, the Atlanta area. Uh, for folks experiencing your brewery for the first time, what are some we should look out for? Uh, you should honestly look out for all our beers. Just everything, They're all unique. Huh? They're all yeah. different. They're all wild. So now, now cool. it's interesting because you are a wild sour ale program. Is that something that you have to kind of? Educate your consumer about. Uh, it's not necessarily something that uh, the, the basic craft beer person would. Oh, be. absolutely! I mean, yeah. Especially where we are, we're not in a major city. We're in a rural area, so it's been that's our biggest job is education. Do you do clean beers, or you do all uh, wild uh, farmhouse we do, styles? We do clean beers, but with our own wild yeasts. Okay, all so right. we you know we do pale ales, IPAs, ESBs, stouts, things like that. Um, those generally don't leave the brewery. You know, they're more for our local customers. I can see that. So. You know, being in a rural area and that, you know, I could see educational. You'd want those type of beers available for the for the local visitors and such, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, how's the reception been from the from the local area? Uh, these this styles. Week, yeah, reaction's been great this week because I've been you know sharing beers with folks at the Porter and Brick Store and a few other places, and so far I'm super happy with how we're being received here. We're super excited that Atlanta, for once, is the place to be for craft beer. We haven't been oh, able to say that for a while. Definitely the place so. to be for craft beer yeah. right now. There's yeah. so it, much going on today it, through the weekend. And it's great to see a lot of the wild sour ale folks uh, here as well. You know, like you said, you mentioned the Porter. They had the, the Farmhouse AF, as we say for radio. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, uh, a distribution list. But it's just the, the amount of beers, the amount of great, really good craft beers here in Atlanta over the past week has been has been phenomenal. And it's been fu- really fun to see. Uh, and across great. the southeast, we're starting to grow as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think sour and wild beer is something the southeast is going to make its own. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah, I stole your beer, Aaron. You did. You it's, gave me. You're like, here, try this. I'm, and he so drank I the said, whole okay. thing. <laughs> so I, I like it. It's very good. It's a well, fantastic. Yeah, like beer I said, it's so. just a basic Flanders style uh, recipe. We brew that with a blend of uh, Turo malts, uh, regional rye malts, which is a little strange for Flanders red, but I like that yeah. what it does. Some color malts, and then again, that sleeps in the barrel, fermenting for about a year before we blend and package. It's, I mean, it's unmistakably a Flanders, but it is unique, yeah. you know, the, the flavor profile there. So that's that's great. So what's in store for the future for Carolina Bowerhouse? Um, just more of the same. We're, we're working on more tank space so we can make more beer, you know, add more wood to the farm. So The typical yeah. challenges of growth there, Oh, right? absolutely, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yep. Well, excellent. Well, cool. Welcome to the metro Atlanta area. Welcome to Georgia. And uh, we look forward to drinking a lot more of your beers. Well, cheers. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers. You're listening to the Drink This Beer Craft Beer Podcast. This is part one of our two-part Shelton Fest special. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. More Drink This Beer with Tim and Aaron coming up after this. Here at Drink This Beer, we love to bring you the stories behind the craft beer and brewers that you love. And we'd be grateful if you took the time out to check out our Patreon site. It's at patreon.com slash beerguys. If you choose to become one of our donors, we would really appreciate it. Plus, you get some awesome swag, including t-shirts, glasses, stickers, and some more stuff that's coming down the pike. 
Thanks for listening to Drink This Beer, part of the Beer Guys Radio Network. Tell a friend and head to patreon.com slash beerguys. Cheers. Welcome back to Drink This Beer with your hosts, Tim and Aaron. And welcome back to the Drink This Beer podcast. And we are going to continue with our part one of the Shelton Fest special right now. We're here with Hourglass Brewing. Uh, tell me, go ahead and get your name and your official title just for the record. All right, my name is uh, Matthew Gemmel. I'm uh, one of the two head brewers at Hourglass Brewing out of Longwood, Florida. It's uh, myself and Michael Delancet. It's okay. kind of an unusual situation. There's two of us that hold that head brewer title. Well, well, that's good because that way you guys can maybe take vacation once in a while and let the other guy in charge. Uh, no? It sounded like that. <laughs> that that yeah, was part of sure. the plan, yes. Um, but no, it, it pretty much helps us balance each other out. Um, there you, you go. Know, we're both a little bit newer to the uh, to the brewing game as far as a professional level than a lot of people that are, uh, I mean, for, ex- for a good example, that are here today. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got, we got fourth, some 100-year-old breweries right. yeah, here, Yeah, we man, got like so, yeah. fourth-generation Lambic brewers, and you've right. got us who've been doing it for a couple of years. So, yeah. uh, yep. you know, we... Now, I hear you are the oldest brewery in Longwood, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Oldest, that's, well, there you go. Uh, oldest, yeah, only one. Okay. Uh, so it's easy, okay. for, oh, yeah. easy to hold that title. We are but, also the longest craft beer radio show yeah. in Atlanta. Excellent. So we're we, the only one. So We ran a poll that's, for Best of Georgia Beer last year, and in the radio show category, it was just us for all three choices. Nice. So yeah. we won, though, so we're proud of that. pretty awesome. That. I mean, yeah. if, if you win at least two out of that, you're good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, tell, tell us, um, Shelton Fest, I mean, pretty big honor for you guys to be here born today. Oh, it's... It's a dream. Um, I mean, to be here pouring our beer with um, the, the brewers that are here today, it is, uh, it's unreal. I, I can't even explain it. Is this um, your first Shelton Fest? As a brewer. As a brewer, um, okay. Yeah. I went when, uh, when the festival was in St. Pete a uh, year before last, um, just as somebody buying a ticket and right. enjoying themselves. And it was by far the best beer festival I'd ever been to, uh, easily the best selection of beer. Um, and so to yeah to be here today is just um, it, it's almost unbelievable. So other than your beer here, what uh, what have you drank so far that's impressed you? Uh, uh, a lot. Um, yes, <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah. uh, I was real excited to try the uh, the Jester King Spawn series because oh, yeah. I've had a lot of their other stuff mm-hmm. over the years. Um, met been able to meet Jeff a number of times. Um, Jeffrey Stuffing, super cool he, guy, like one of the most oh, yeah. down to earth guys. Um, just super nice, and their beer is incredible. Uh, the Spawn series did not let down even a little bit. Um, Birds Fly South, uh, Sean Johnson right. out yep. of South Carolina. Um, his stuff is amazing as well. Um, and uh, Bob Sylvester, same somewhere, being from Florida. Yep. Um, he is somebody that I've looked up to for a very long time. Uh, we At Hourglass, we, do, uh, we have a, an oak fooder. Um, so we do mixed uh, mixed fermentation farmhouse sales. Okay. Um, and you know he's been a, a huge inspiration for sure. And uh, and the beers that he brought today are are just you know as good as they get. Sure, absolutely. You know this is Georgia's still. I'm going to say infancy is still probably the right word for us as far as sour beers and that go. You know, for we, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, Florida's like that. See, we're still we're part of that geek crowd that so you know it's been there, but uh, it, it's not huge. We're kind of in the stage now. We were talking about this recently, where the the simple sours like fruited Berliners, fruited Ghosts, right. and that are popular here, but we're starting to see stuff from some of our breweries like these mixed fermentation barrel aged blends and stuff that are just amazing, and it's a uh, 
it's cool to see a festival like this come to Georgia and come to Atlanta to introduce more people you know, to this type of stuff. So. Ab- absolutely. Florida's in the same boat. Um, you know, Bob has been in business uh, for over 10 years um, doing incredible farmhouse sales. And he sells less in Florida than he does in almost any other market. Um, you know, it's the same thing. People in Florida don't necessarily uh, fully appreciate that style. There are definitely a lot of people who do, but the main market doesn't. Um, but people like having Green Bench doing what they're doing, oh, yeah. um, having the festival in St. Pete a couple of years yeah. ago, certainly turned a lot of people on to that type of thing and really kind of helped start to open up that market. Um, Orlando, where we are, is still probably a step behind um, St. Pete, Tampa area uh, as far as appreciating that style. But, um, but you know, we, we definitely have been getting some real positive feedback for our, you know, that, that type of stuff. We do barrel-aged sours that take two years to, sure. to get from kettle to, to glass. And, um, and, you know, we've been lucky that people have, have definitely been responding well to that. And that, so I guess that kind of answers my next question a little bit. The Orlando area, we have a friend, uh, Daryl, that lives in the area, and he's kind of said, you know, here, local, local, we're, we're getting there. We're trying. You know, there's a little bit going on. So how's the future look for Orlando beer? Uh, the, the future's bright for sure. Um, I mean, in Orlando, you had Orlando Brewing. Yep. Um, they're uh, a little over 10 or 11 years, um, easily far and away the oldest brewery in the area. Hourglass is actually the second oldest um, huh. brewery there, and we just had our five-year anniversary six days ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, everybody else is one to two, starting to get towards three years. Um, so you know it, and and there's 16, 17, 18 now in the in the Orlando area. Um, like I said, when we started five years ago, we were number two. So that's crazy growth. Um, you know, there's also Red Cypress here today, uh, right down the road from us. Um, so to see two Orlando breweries sure. at the Shelton Brothers Festival, yeah, that's pretty cool. Even two years ago when we were and uh, when I went to uh, the festival in St. Pete, that was that would have been unheard of. Yeah. Well, I mean, Orlando needs beer because if you're going to take the kids to Disney for a week, you deserve a drink there. You yeah. Know? So yeah, for sure. Yeah. As, as someone who has been to Disney World many times with my three kids, yeah, I can agree with that. Definitely. Yeah, that's super important. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your beer. What are you guys pouring today? Um, today we have Sneaky Wombat. It is a sour IPA. Um, we hop it all very late. Uh, it uses Citra, Belma, and Eldorado hops. So you get um, a lacto tartness up front, and then those hops kind of combine to make almost like a Sour Patch Kid kind of fruity sweetness. Um, you know, it, it tastes a little sweeter than the, the final gravity actually would lead you to believe. Um, and then the other one is Round the Riverbend uh, Rye Table Saison. It is a, uh, a collaboration with Riverbend Malt House out of North Carolina. We used uh, their Pilsner Malt, their Heritage Malt, and uh, it was actually 33% Renza Bruzzi Rye. Uh, that's a grain that they helped bring back into uh, mainstream cultivation. Um, and we used actually uh, African hops uh, before Inbev bought them all. I was going to say um, you got some of those. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We had a we had a really good deal uh, on African hops before that. We made a lot of beers with them. Uh, got good feedback. 
Um, obviously, now we can't do those. Yeah. Uh, so around the river bend, this is pretty much the one time we're going to make that yeah. beer because of this. And um, that sounds so, by the name, I'm assuming lower ABV, funky, spicy, yes. that kind of thing. That yeah, sounds for sure. great. It's, oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. Four percent. Okay. Um, it was fermented in our oak fooder. Uh, so essentially, for those who don't know, a giant wooden oak barrel. Right. Um, we have a house blend of traditional brewer's yeast and wild yeast, Botanomyces. Um, and we only ever pitch those once. And then we have been taking that same culture and re-pitching it each batch. Um, so it is developing its own flavors, uh, something that we're super happy with. Um, so, yeah, you definitely get that classical Saison kind of peppery, slightly phenolic uh, character, along with some of that typical barnyard funk, a little bit of tropical fruitiness. Very nice. Um, so, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's something that we really so, enjoy. And I read, too, I believe, you guys, no extracts, no no Never. flavoring, you know. So no. if you if your beer says it's so-and-so fruit, that's what's in the beer. That's Absolutely, so, yeah. Um, 100%. We, myself and Michael... Um, believe very strongly in that if you want to make a beer make a beer um if you want to make alcohol and flavor it with something uh that's not craft to me i you know i i'm sure that there are a lot of people out there including people who make very good beer with extract but it is not something that um that i'm interested in it's not something that we believe in um if we want to make a coconut beer, then we're going to use coconut. Uh, if we want to use fruit, then we're going to take that fruit in. We often get it in, process it ourselves. Uh, it could take us days to do it, but um, we're, we're proud of the fact that we do that. And you're in such a great agricultural place anyway. In Central Florida, there's so much growing there. You For can sure. take advantage of that. Yeah, tropical fruit. Um, I mean, we did a lychee Berliner Weiss. Um, it took me two full days of processing fruit. Um, Lychees are not hard to peel, or not, not easy to peel. No, they're yeah. like sandpaper, and then it's like there's fruit wrapped around an almond. Um, I don't know, you know, some people might not be familiar with actually uh, processing those. Doing uh, enough to do 20 barrels worth of a lychee Berliner um, was not even a little bit fun. Um, <laughs> no, that, that's you know, a job I, you give to the intern, I think, with what uh, you have to do. Next time, for sure. There you go. Yeah. Get next time. I, I thought yeah. I was going to be able to whip through it, and uh, two days later, my fingers hurt, and I said I was never going to do it again. Um, but, you know, it, it did. the beer did well, so I'm sure we will. That's it, yeah. Uh, but we might be asking for volunteers, so anyone out there listening that wants to peel some leech, nice. just uh, let us know. You know, I've heard a few stories of things like that. There was a brewer here that did a uh, vanilla beer, and they used real vanilla beans, and the, the head brewer said he sat down with X hundred vanilla beans, and was processing them, and I saw him later. He's like, "That's the stupidest thing I ever did," you know. And <laughs> the same thing with uh, beer with hazelnuts. They said they, uh, he said he toasted them in his home oven, yep. and his wife, the house smelled like hazelnuts for days. Yep. He said his wife hated them, but it's labor of love, right? You go it through is. it um, for that. You know, it it might not always come across in every sip um, to every person, but. We believe firmly that um, that putting that passion into it, putting that hard work into it personally, actually does make a difference. And and to a uh, to a craft beer drinker who cares about what they're drinking, we think that that it, it actually does show through. Absolutely, definitely. excellent. And now you've recently announced that you're expanding uh, your distribution into Georgia as well. Too. Yeah, so, yeah. This is great. the uh, the first um, first time we've been available in Georgia. Um, we're mostly going to be moving up here with our sour glass line. 
So that's going to be wood fermented long age sours and mixed uh, culture farmhouse sales. Um, something that we're passionate about. We're going to be expanding our fermentation space. Um, we're going to be more than doubling it in the next uh, month or so. Um, 100% for that type of beer. Um, it's that, you know, Saisons are my favorite beer to drink, uh, my favorite beer to brew. Michael um, also is a huge fan of farmhouse sales, uh, a huge fan of sours. Um, and the people have responded really well to, uh, to those styles from us. We were, um, it was an honor. We won gold for best Florida beer this year for our, uh, our oak uh, fermented sour. Congratulations. Um, it also won third best beer in the state, which was, uh, you know, a, a bit of a surprise to us because there's a lot of good beer coming oh, out yeah. of Florida these days. Right. Uh, and then we took home gold and bronze for Saison. Um, so that was, again, uh, a, just a, a special moment for us just because of how passionate we are about those styles. And so those are the styles that we're going to be bringing um, to places like Georgia. We're in South Carolina as well. Um, I believe we're going to be moving, hopefully, into North Carolina and uh, in Colorado in the next coming months. Cool. Um, and it's going to be mostly that type of stuff. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, if people want to follow along with Hourglass, find out what's new and what's coming from you guys, what's the best way to do that? Um, you can go to just search for Hourglass Brewing on uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, I think we have a Twitter account, but uh, to be 100% honest, we probably don't use it that much. Okay. It's um, probably a good so, idea. It's for the better. Yeah, the, those two, Instagram and Facebook, are probably the best things. Uh, you can also go to hourglassbrewing.com. Um, and, yeah, those are probably the, the best ways to keep in touch with us and, and see what nice. we're keeping up with. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, again, congratulations for being uh, here at Shelton Fest and look forward to trying some more of your beers here in Georgia. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having us on. Um, it, it's a big honor, uh, obviously, to be at Shelton Fest, also to have you guys invite us on to talk about what we do. Um, that's that's just amazing to us. So thank you so much. Thank Excellent. you. We appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. We're here at Shelton Brothers, the festival in Atlanta, Georgia today, and we've got Will with us. Will is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He traveled down here for the festival, correct? That's right, yeah. And you said you've been to every Shelton Fest to date, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, my buddy Adam, uh, we found out because uh, the first festival they're serving, uh, West Lettron, and because okay. uh, he was looking to find it, and we just searching for that beer, we found that the first festival, which is in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, um, they were going to serve it there. So we bought tickets, we drove up, and uh, we had a great time. And the next year, we're like, let's bring our wives. And we just said, from then on, we're going to go to everyone. If they keep doing it, we're just going to keep coming back. Awesome. Is this so, your first time to Atlanta? No, actually, we were here last April for a wedding, my buddy's wedding. He got married out in Athens, Georgia. Okay. So, great. Uh, Some good beer over yeah, in Athens, too, man. Creature Comforts, Creature Comforts is awesome. Right? Uh, shout out to them. Um, but, yeah, my wife and I came. We, we came down for the whole week. Uh, we just drove basically around Atlanta for the whole week, uh, played some disc golf. Cool. We had a great time, lots of great beer, great city. We, we really enjoyed it. So we were super happy. Like a month later, when the Shelton Brothers announced they're going to have the festival here, we were just really pumped. We were really Very happy cool. about it. Now you, so you've taken just going to a beer fest into kind of a full holiday experience then, right? Yeah, do absolutely. We do a long weekend uh, or if we could do longer if possible for vacation and uh, we, we try to explore the city and enjoy the town. 
Absolutely, yeah. So what is it about Shelton Fest that made you decide you're going to every single one? I got to say that the biggest thing for me is that with the admission price, they take that money and they, they fly in the brewers. Like, yeah. I, you know, I casually homebrew once in a while. So, okay. as, you know, as like a casual homebrewer, you can, like, talk to the, the brewers that from the brewery unless they're out, like, you know, messing around. But if they're behind the, the table... You can ask them questions about the process, the beer, and they're, they're, it's nice to talk to the brewers and not just some volunteer that's there sure. just to get a ticket. And these are brewers from all over the world. We that's talked right. to a brewery from Estonia just a minute ago. Yeah. We're going to talk to a brewery from Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. That's so cool. we've got the best of uh, the world here. Absolutely. Uh, this is, so. Yeah. so what have been some of the standouts uh, that you've had so far uh, this week? You know, I just, I'm a big IPA guy. I know a lot of people come here for the sours, yeah. which, you know, I, I can drink a few but I'm, I'm, I'm not you. a huge sour guy but you know i go for the ipas you know uh, other half um trillium they're not doing ipas this tonight but uh um but i've had some stuff just that i've never had before so uh it's it's great to so- find some surprises have you got a chance uh, to explore atlanta and uh georgia beer any while you've been here uh yeah i mean we not necessarily breweries, but you know, we went to a great package store and uh, we went right to, to the section for local beers and just picked out some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, because that's another fun thing when you travel to a festival—not just a festival, but see what the local has to offer even outside of the festival. I totally agree, and I, so. you know, when it comes to beer, for me, I always think fresh is best. Yep. And when I go to a town, I want I want the local stuff because I know typically that's going to be the freshest, newest beer, um, and that's what I go for. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming and seeing yeah, us man. in Atlanta, Georgia. Enjoy the rest of the festival. Thanks so much. Appreciate Cheers. It. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in for this special episode of the Drink This Beer Craft Beer Podcast, where we've been talking to awesome brewers from around the world here at Shelton Fest 2017 in mm-hmm. Atlanta, Georgia. Make sure to tune in to part two for more interviews. We appreciate it. Remember to drink local. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Drink This Beer. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. More beer stories? Head to BeerGuysRadio.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Want more craft beer news? Listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show, available every Saturday morning. Drink This Beer, produced and developed by Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams, part of the Beer Guys Media Radio Network, BeerGuysRadio.com.